Hey, hey, hey. As we know, life is full of surprises, both good and bad, and the day-to-day journey is full of unforeseen obstacles, and sometimes it's hard to see our way through. Beyond the normal mundane is where unscripted dreams live. Join us for thought-provoking discussions and interviews to help us navigate through the fog and create our own path. We are the Unscripted Dreams Podcast, operating outside the margins to motivate and inspire our audience. So today's episode is called Reframing or reframe, however you want to place it. I think we're going to put it as reframing. Um, When you think of reframing, um, give you a quick idea of what it is or explain the concept to you. Um, But reframing is nothing but like a a technique, what have you, like a communicative uh, technique. Um, You know, some of your specialists or even doctors may even try this with you. And it's really just a method or a technique of as far as... um, you know, encouraging yourself to look at things in a different light from a different perspective. And, you know, when it's done right, you know, it can actually change you for the better. At least I would like to think so. Um, It's basically just like, I don't know, to a certain extent, telling, you know, telling yourself like a whole different story. You know, you might think of it or perceive a story to be one way and then reframing is actually repurposing what's really going on uh, to help you identify with, you know, to help you with whatever's going on as far as your situation. So, like, if I give you an example, um, I I disliked, when I was younger, I disliked uh, seafood. So, to a certain extent, I still dislike seafood. <laughs> but, you know, as I got older... I had to change a thought, you know, because it's just more so like, okay, you have a fact where your taste buds are refreshed after a certain amount of time, um, genetic wise, you know, your palate changes. um, That is a fact to look it up. And, you know, you also just are interested in new things as you develop, um, you know, with food and as you get older, I guess, whatever, whatever weird stuff you tell yourself. But ideally what I'm saying is I used to not eat some fish especially sushi i thought i was like that's gross never eat that in my life and then here we are fast forward 15 20 years later i eat that and that's like a go-to food for me uh, when i go out sometimes so never say never so what you gotta say about that marcus i don't know that's pretty interesting i got lost there for a little bit but that's okay (laughs) (laughs) so so uh but no but but what you did say that did make sense to me was was uh just the concept of repurposing, and I think that's I think that that word kind of really encapsulates it. I wish I would have thought about that before in my prep, but like you think about recycling, you think about recycling. You take something that is that is the, the perception is that it's trash, and you turn it into something useful. So you turn a negative, you're essentially turning a negative um, into a positive. You're making use of something that is um. Junk. Garbage. Yeah. It's sustainability, right? So, so, uh, <laughs> you're talking about sushi pallets and not liking seafood, but liking seafood. I'm like, where are we going, man? Where, where are we going? But, but, uh, <laughs> but, but no. So, you know, I think that, but professionally, um, this is something that, you know, I really focus on. These are things that I'm sure we both had to use, um, just in a professional capacity. But, there, there are a lot of things that we deal with day to day. So take take an example of like the headaches that you deal with in your work life or some of the challenges that you deal with uh, just in your life. But understanding that because when you're caught in the moment, like we're all like when we're having a rough time, it's hard to 
pull a positive when you know, we, we've experienced this in the pocket, like just working on the podcast, like we've spent a lot of money on things that did not work, like a lot of money, you know, just trying to figure stuff out, trying different concepts, paying different people to do certain things for us uh, with the show. Now, an example is like, yeah, we could get upset about that and be mad that we spent money on something and it was a waste and we took the L on that. Or we can kind of look at it in a way in which we've eliminated some different things that we're approaching our business. We, we've eliminated certain services we'll use, certain you know freelancers or people that we'll use. And it's helped us identify a more efficient way of operating the, the show and seeking out people that will help us with the show. So when we take, we can sit here and actually take those negatives of wasting money, something not working as efficiently as we thought it was, or just trying something out and it didn't work at all. We, we can take that and just say like, oh man, we could just, you know, sit here and feel sorry for ourselves, or we can just take that as a learning experience. And now we're more skilled and we're more experienced in those areas. So those things will translate into other projects that we work on when we just work in business or on a podcast. That's more so just like a basic example, but it's, it's all about your perspective. It's all about kind of how you repurpose things to serve you because the, like the negative, like I'm sitting there talking about the, like the, the recycling piece, like sure, yeah. You can sit there and stare at that plastic bottle all day, but it's not doing anything. You can sit there and be mad that somebody threw it on your yard, like threw it in your yard or it's in the middle of the road or whatever, you know, if you really are into that recycling thing and you really care about the environment, things like that, like you could be upset about it or you can build something around it. You can problem solve based on the problem that has been presented to you. So um, I guess that's, that's my piece initially. Um, as well, we kind of jump into this. Well, based on what you just explained, and the common denominator simply sounds like lacking insight, you know? Um, and, you know, just to go back to me talking about the sushi situation, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying lacking insight. So what I meant by that is like, you know, you're closed-minded, you're shut off to uh, the whole idea of everything just because you have one bad experience with a uh, fish, right? But there's many, there's hundreds of fish in the sea, um, literally and figuratively. And you, <laughs> so, you know, what I'm saying is like, you're shut off to the idea just because of one thing, one thing that's associated to hundreds of thousands of different things, right? And that's what I mean. It's all about lack of insight. And one of the worst things you can do to yourself is have a very close mind. So when we think of like professionals and everything like therapists, uh, even physicians, uh, even like a life coach or anything, their whole idea is to expand your mind so you can reframe and look at things from a whole different picture of perspective, because you might be thinking of it from like a caveman perspective versus somebody that's very analytical, that had done the research, that actually has the experience. You know what I'm saying? That's why they say, listen to your elders um, and whatnot, because these people have been there, done that. And, you know, these people don't say anything for no reason. They just identify where you are at the stage or process in your life dealing with these certain situations. And they're trying to guide you through it. You know, sometimes some people's methodology or how they teach is basically, I'm not going to tell you how to do it, but I'll try to guide you. And then you got other people that tell you flat out. But the problem is you're not going to understand what they're saying because you haven't reached those certain, you, you know, you haven't reached those certain steps yet. And so certain things may have to happen for you to kind of wisen up and be like, oh, now I get what such and such was trying to teach me. And so ideally to find like a there's no right or wrong way 
in how you coach or mentor somebody into like reframing themselves. And there's no right or wrong way as far as um, reframing yourself and you don't have anybody to lean on or anything like that. There's been a lot of things or a lot of situations where, uh, for example, my parents have told me many a times, one of their go-to things to say to me is figure it out yourself. And, you know, you know, unfortunately, some people may look at that as like tough love, but realistically, it doesn't matter sometimes what someone's going to tell you or anything, because you're still going to do it the way you want to do it anyways. Right. So, you know, it's not like it's coming from a bad place. It's just ideally like when you get there, you'll figure it out. You'll, you know, you'll know what to do. And just like in this case, you know, as you get older and you wisen up, you realize like, hmm, that level of thinking that I had X amount of years ago was very, very small minded of me. I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I thought that way. I can't believe that was the mind train of thought because now I have more insight on what's really going on where I can progress forward as an individual. And that's all I'm saying. Sure. So I'm just to provide another maybe more so practical application of, you know, how we kind of view, how we kind of view things. So I was kind of dealing with this a lot. I was kind of thinking about this today, just working. So my first, you know, my first job out of college, I was working at a startup and, you know, startups are unique depending on who's running them, but they're, Definitely. they, they allow for innovation, but there's also a lot of figuring things out in my experience, which can be frustrating uh, just as a employee not the person maybe being in charge, but just as an employee. Now, um, as systems, because if you're working at startup, systems are still being developed. You're trying stuff, it's not working. Somebody tell you to do something on Monday, they change the whole directive by Wednesday, and you're just switching gears. Like you're switching gears so much. And uh, it can be it can be frustrating. So you can sit there and you can think about, you know, like, oh, well, I'm super frustrated at work. They keep switching things up. You know, like, I don't want to go in. Like, this is irritating, you know, blah, blah. Why, you know what I'm saying? But if you're able to kind of, you know, reframe and pivot that in a different way, you can actually see that startup environment as an opportunity for you to innovate and create an opportunity for yourself uh, to kind of thrive in that business or create opportunity or position in that business that maybe they perhaps do not see. So instead of you, you can take those, you can take those complaints that you have, the frustrations that you have, you can perhaps turn that into opportunity for yourself instead of working in a place to where you're upset every day. Like that gives you an opportunity to innovate and increase your value. So I think one of the things is just taking time to really think about the, the negatives that we deal with, like the negatives at work, the negatives in our personal lives and ask us like, what are we learning from this? How can we enhance this? How can we re like just say, how can we repurpose this? And it's something that is, is useful. And I think that if, I think it's, it's one of those mindset, I think the whole reframing thing is more so of a mindset. It's a mindset thing. And you have to make these adjustments because you have to be, if you're trying to reframe things, you're trying to find a way to move forward, you know, because when you get stuck in the mud, you get stuck. And when you get stuck, you're going to find other people who maybe perhaps don't have the uh, the ability to reframe things in a way to where it benefits you. But I mean, if you're, if you're in a position where you want to overachieve, you want to take things to the next level, you have to look at, I think we have to look at scenarios that are unfavorable and try to pull and extract as much value out of those as possible. But I guess one of uh, Joe, one of my questions for you is that what do you see uh, just through observation or through your own experience that you think can help? Like that you re really think that maybe people struggle with, with identifying like how to 
like actively go through the process of reframing some of the thoughts that they have or the experiences that they have? Uh, what, what what kind of advice would you would you give folks? Or what kind of observations have 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 you seen with folks that have difficulty perhaps doing this? Um, as far as reframing, some people may know what to do, but like you said, may not necessarily know how to go about it. And I think a lot of it goes or uh, begins with how do you live your life? Um, you know, some people live life on a whim and they, they have no structure, no rhyme or reason to anything. You know, um, you don't have to worry about work because you may have a simple job. They just tell you what needs to be done and everything. There's no creativity in that. Maybe you, your hobbies are very like straightforward, you know what I'm saying? Like there's no structure behind that. So how are you gonna learn these lessons? How are you going to learn how to uh, deal with this? And realistically, um, everybody does reframing, um, but you gotta understand to a certain extent, how can you reframe? Um, you know, it's met at the most simplest levels, even all the up to the complex levels, and you kind of have to build yourself up to that. So, um, you know, it's just more so identifying opportunities to make a change um, if necessary. And I think the first thing to reframing is actually identifying that you do have an issue or you actually are struggling with something. Uh, you know, what a lot of people have problems with or a lot of people struggle with is the whole concept or the idea that they may need help um, figuring certain things out. Uh, and, you know, if you're very stubborn, you know, <laughs> you're probably going to wait till the last minute or you're really in trouble before you even think about reframing anything. So uh, that definitely doesn't help your case. So if you know you're stubborn, uh, you know, maybe sometimes you, you might need to sit down and kind of like come up with a game plan, write things out. Um, I know what helps me out sometimes with things because I, I like to say I'm a stubborn person for sure. Um, I do write down my ideas and things like that because I know I'm going to forget them later because I'm too headstrong. Like, you know, I might write these ideas down and be like, hey, they look stupid, blah, blah, blah. And then maybe a few weeks later, I go back and be like, man, that was that was genius. You know, that was great. Or, you know, it helped me work through some personal situations I may be going through or experiencing. So like I said, man, and I said it on this platform many times, like sometimes you need to document whatever you have in your head, especially if it's something that's uh, um, you're going through, um, you know, and emotions do play a huge factor into reframing. So if you can identify those and you can really kind of like, you know, disassociates yourself from the emotional factor of things. That's why I said, write it down and come back to it later. You will really identify where to go in your journey and how you can really uh, channel through things with little to no error. And one of the things, okay, so you mentioned the emotional factor and I was going, I was kind of going to touch on that. And it's one of the things with identifying what is going on that it's, it's this, that mindset. And that emotional factor, I think, is what kind of holds you back. And I think a big key to kind of having the ability and developing the skill to be able to reframe things is, like, it's, I think it's like, it's, it's all right to be emotional in the moment, but you got to, there, there, there has to be a time, there, at some point in that process, you got to jump out of that. Like, you have to, you have to. And, you know, the, the kind of the note that I jotted down as I was kind of working on this is that, you know, you there, there there has to be a there has to be a graduation from victim status, like there has to be because 
if you want to sit there, be upset, spend all your energy upset about what's going on, things aren't going your way, then how are you going to turn things around? How, how are you going to put things in, in perspective that in a, in a way that serves you, you know? And that's basically what I'm trying to say. Uh, I'm glad you said it. <laughs> so I guess I'll just go full blown with it. If you cry wolf all the time, or if you're always bitter, you always feel like someone done you wrong, or you, you know, got a shitty deal more or less. Um, uh, as far as the cards that were dealt in your, you know, in your situation, I'm sorry, reframing's not for you. And the reason why it's not for you is because you have to work through those personal emotional situations before you can actually wake up and see what's going on. You know, it's back to what I was saying about the seafood thing. The reason why that analogy works for me is because I was already turned off on the fact of trying anything fish related just because I didn't like the smell. I didn't like the taste of the fish that I was eating at that time. Like I <laughs> count me out. And as I got older, I realized like, hey, everything ain't the same as this particular type of fish. You know, let me try these other ones. I might actually find something I like, which I found a few more that I actually like. So that's the point I'm trying to make is like sometimes you have to like cycle through a couple of things and identify certain things as far as like the root is issue. What is really called is root cause analysis. If you can find the root problem or the issue that you have going on in life, I promise you that's the first step of actually reframing it. You have to identify where the problem is. A lot of times that. It's it's uh what is that root root cause analysis? I was just talking about that, Joe. Man. But but yeah, but it's you really have to find out why. And I think if you ask something, there's another exercise called like five whys or something, some yeah. numerical value. But you keep asking yourself why, eventually you'll find that answer as to why something bothers you so much or why you're in those circumstances. But like I said it all it all boils down to mindset and you have to be prepared. And sometimes when you start asking yourself why, there's a there's a uh kind of a, like a stark reality there. Like you, you come to terms with something that you, you, or you not maybe come to terms with it, but you identify something that you didn't see before. And now you have to deal with that. And that's a whole nother discussion <laughs> when that comes, when, when that hits, but that's a step in the process, you know? So, I mean, if you're on this, you know, path of trying to evolve and like be, be the best version of you, you have to ask yourself the hard questions. Like you can't run from that stuff. Cause you can't, some, some of these things we can't move forward until we deal with the issue, the issue at hand. So, I mean, you can run from that question, but you're always going to come back to that issue. And uh, trust me, I've tried that many a times in my life and realized I wasted a lot of my own personal time and other people's time as well because I didn't want to address something I was afraid of addressing. That's why you got to deal with it. You can only get so far. <laughs> you can only get <laughs> you can only get so far in the game until you know you get you can get all the way. All the way, uh, you can get close to the end zone, which you can never score if and you don't older, figure out. You and know, the older you get, it doesn't. It, it makes it's even worse because your patience gets more uh, thin. And the older you get, so you think I, so? I think so. Like, my is that patience. why I'm not as patient? Is that why I'm not as patient as I used to? Absolutely, yes, sir. I thought it. Yes. I thought it. I thought it was because I thought something wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I was like. I don't know if I need to go back to to do something, but well, that's good to know, Joe. Man, you know, hey, the more experience you have, unfortunately, that that also comes with having less patience because you identify things a lot quicker. 
Yeah. So, so you'd be quick to move on. <laughs> you know, that's true. You know, I do catch myself like, <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, uh, no, um, I think Joe, Joe captured a lot of things here. Well, um, just re repurposing what we're doing and reframing what we're doing and actively working in that space and taking time to look at the circumstances that are negative, the ones that do not serve us and taking the opportunity and spending time actually thinking on these things and finding a way to take that garbage and turn it into gold or silver, maybe, but something better than trash that you're dealing with. Because the one thing is that when people like in just entrepreneurship and I close on this is like, you think you don't have value, but you're working with other people. You don't think you have value. If you can work for people, you can work for yourself. If you work for somebody else, you have value. You can create opportunity for yourself. You know, just the, I think the next question that comes after that, you have to under, like you understand that you have value and just know what can you ask yourself? What can you do to maximize your value? And I close on that. Well, I think we both close on that, man. Um, I just want to say thank you. And I appreciate you guys continuously listening to this podcast. Um, you know, we want to keep continuously delivering what we can as far as content. Uh, we will be uh, continuously doing this. You know, we're passionate about this and we just really appreciate y'all for listening. And I hope y'all continue to listen and maybe share this information with whoever might need it to listen or hear this. So with that being said, man, take care, be safe.